and welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe, And I'm Caroline. And it's been almost two years and we still don't have an intro. <laughs> that is very true. I want to have an intro so bad. To clarify, we have an intro music, but we want like, this is Joe and Caroline. La, yeah, la, la. why haven't we done that? I don't know. Okay, well, can we put that on the priority list? Yes, we like, can. Like, way up that. Okay. I think when we come back for season, does season three start in January? When do our seasons start? July? Do we do a whole year? I did a whole year, but we can do whatever. Okay. Well, I think that when we come back in the new year, we should have an intro that it goes da 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 da, and then it's like, it's Joe and Caroline, and is this it is someone what else's, they talk about. It's someone else's voice, right? Should it be? Yeah, probably. You think? Huh? Okay. I kind of like that idea. I kind of like it too. Like we're being introduced. Yeah. Whose voice? Morgan I don't, Freeman? I don't, yeah. <laughs> Let's hire Morgan, our good buddy. Morgan Freeman. Um, no, I think he's not a very good dude. Oh, he's not? Yeah. Oh. I think he's like sketchy. Oh, that makes me really sad. Yeah. I didn't I, know that. I don't know that, but he's from Memphis and I think that Oh. I've heard, I don't know. Don't quote me on any How of that. How old is he? Probably like old. 80? <laughs> yeah, old. No. Um. No, but I think that we should get on that. Do you think it needs to be a, a guy? I kind of see a guy saying it. Do you? Okay. Yeah. We'll work on that. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Matt, you're hired. <laughs> yeah. What's your groaning moment? Mine was, I just got back from Cabo and it was amazing and fun, but it was way hotter and humid, more humid than I expected. Really? And I don't know why. I just didn't, I didn't do a lot of research. I didn't really check the weather. I just wasn't on my A game. <laughs> And I was thinking like October, not that it would be like fall, like I know it's like Mexico still, but it was brutally hot, not a cloud in the sky the whole time, like so hot. Like 100 degrees? No, it wasn't that hot. It, it felt like it was 100, it was probably 90, like 92. Okay. And I just wasn't, my body wasn't prepared because my mindset wasn't. I was like, I am dying. I drank so much water. I was like, I cannot, but... It was a great time, and we had a blast, Reagan and I. You guys know Reagan. You got to do a private boat ride. Yeah. we. Well, it wasn't private. We booked it, um, and it was just like this regular boat ride you could do because we missed the Sunset Cruise that like was sold out. And we were very sad about that, and Reagan was like, well, we could go in the morning. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. So my travel tip for you guys is if you want to go on a boat ride, book the earliest one because people are on vacation. They don't want to get up that early. So we got, uh, we booked it for 9 a.m. and no one else showed up. So it was just me and Raymond. That's happened to you a couple times. Didn't that happen I in have, Italy? Yeah, I have good luck with boats and like water things. Yeah. Oh. Really good luck. And the guy was so nice and he took all our photos. Like he was like very cool. And he um, has driven Justin Bieber and all these people. So he says, I was like, wow. <laughs> You're like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was a good time. And we went jet skiing in the ocean. I've never done that before. I saw that. That scares me. Oh, it does? Yeah. Like actual jet skiing or jet skiing in the ocean? Jet skiing in the ocean. Why? Jet skis don't scare me. Jet skiing in the ocean scares Why? me. Why? Um, this is funny because before we started the podcast, we were talking about this and I said sharks don't scare me. But, um, and it's not sharks, but just kind of funny. Um, like the the deep ocean yeah the unknown freaks me out oh, okay do you know what i mean like if you flew off yeah yeah we weren't going that crazy we never flew off but yeah i get what you're saying because i like wanted there was a couple people like out there with us and well it was crazy because they were like i thought we were gonna have to send our life away like do all this stuff and they were like here's your jet ski have fun i was like okay <laughs> so we like got on it no I just, liability like, floored it and like went out into the ocean 
but there were a couple other like people out there with us like tourists also did you go off the beach yeah we went off the beach yeah they like pushed us and we yeah. just like floored it off and they never told us like you could swim you couldn't swim but I've always heard you can't swim in Cabo like I don't know if that's true I have no idea where I heard that but like I've heard like do not swim in Cabo so it freaked me out but then I saw other people like getting in the water like they would like just like swim around I'm like Mm -hmm. okay I want to do that so I jumped in but I got like so much anxiety I was like okay I can't do this that was like me in Hawaii (laughs) never forget yes I like scrambled back on the jet ski Reagan didn't even get in she's like I can't do that I was like okay but it was really fun it was a good time highly recommend going you were at Paradisus yeah um, I've been to Paradisus at Playa del Carmen. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, cool. Whenever I, I saw you multiple. posting, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was very nice. Very, very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, my grounding moment, we did our first road trip with Gardner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that? it went really well. Good. She, uh, she was a champ. It impacted our road tripping none. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like, we didn't even have a baby. Oh my gosh. How lucky. Yeah. So we drove it late at night. Uh, I saw that you forgot your pumps though. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Yeah. I got them in the mail yesterday, though, okay. so we're, we're back, baby. <laughs> we're back. Um, we, were, we were really struggling there for a little while. Yeah. But, well, you know what I did? I had all the milk that I had pumped while I was there that I had not fed to Gardner in my sister's fridge downstairs, oh, yeah. okay. like the bar fridge. And I just knew I was going to forget it. I knew I was going to forget it. Oh, you did. And so I set my pumps next to the fridge so that I wouldn't forget. But um. I didn't tell anyone I did that. And I was like, I won't forget my pumps. I need those, you know? Um, Well, Matt got the milk out of the fridge because he remembered. And I asked, I said, did you get the milk? Because he's like, the car's all packed. And I was like, oh, great. Did you get the milk? And he said, yeah. And we got two hours into our drive and I realized he got the milk. So nobody picked up the pump Um, because he didn't know that I'd put them there. It wasn't his fault. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Yeah. We made it. Yeah. It's all good. But, um. And she has our Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Mickey Mouse. We dressed up Gardner. She lasted approximately like 12 minutes in That's her pretty long. Mickey costume. <laughs> yeah. It was so hot. Oh, it was too hot for her. Yeah. Cause they make those Halloween costumes as if you're going to have them out in a winter tundra. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And so after eight minutes, she was beat she was red done. and yeah. was like, dying. Okay. She's um, so we took her out of it because she was going to start sweating soon. Damn. Um, but it was really cute. Good. So Was yeah. everyone dressed as Mickey or Minnie no. Mouse? No. Oh, no one else was? No, I just had that, so oh, I brought it. I thought it was like a, you dressed up. No, it, it uh, was a um, Mickey-themed party. Gotcha. And so the birthday girl had a little dress that had Mickeys all over it. Oh, them. cute. Um, that was really cute, but I just had the costume. Yeah, and I so know, I, might as well. Yeah. I took it. Yeah, that's um, so fun. Kind of fun. What I want to do for my dog, Frankie's first birthday, is invite everyone, and everyone has to dress up as Cruella de Vil. Okay, decided. well, I was going to ask if Frankie and Gardner could have, like, a joint first birthday, oh, yeah, but <laughs> if it's going to be Cruella de Vil themed, that seems kind of... <laughs> yeah, everyone has to dress up as Cruella de Vil. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I just think that'll be fun. You never know. Honestly, any excuse to dress up's fun. Yeah. And like, it's fun like when everyone participates, you know? Well, that's why the murder mystery party was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Have I talked about no, that? No, you haven't talked about that. Um, so my friend Brittany, who is just the queen of all out, mm-hmm. um, she decided a couple weeks ago to have a murder mystery party, like on a Monday. 
and the party was on Friday okay. and she went zero to a hundred. We showed up, there were lights in the toilet. What? Yeah. Like the whole light was, the whole house was lit with, um, like fun colored lights and like she had oh, everything fun. dimmed. So it was like spooky. And in the bathroom, the toilet like glowed different colors what? and like she goes all yeah, out I love whenever stuff. it comes to stuff. But that's what makes it so fun is everybody showed up like decked out in their character yes. to the nines. Like, Right, and then when you walk in and you see it all decked out, then you're even like more in character. Excited, yeah. yeah. And it's that. if everybody commits, it's so much fun. So much fun because like nobody has to feel insecure about right. anything because no. everybody's committing. Yes, yeah, I know. This is a. I don't know why I thought of this, but I'm going to share it. This is a really. It was hilarious at the time, and it's still kind of funny, but it's not funny. So, this I was in like first grade maybe, and we had a field trip the next day and the teacher was like, you guys need to dress up. We're going to the Walton art center, which is a, we were seeing a play or something. Oh, I remember this. And they're like, you need to dress up, like, you know, dress up. And this kid, poor kid, I hope he's doing well right now. We all dressed up like in our nice clothes. He yeah. dressed up as Batman. And it was, it probably was very traumatic for him and still to this day because it would be for me if I dressed up as Batman and everyone else wasn't. But anyways, it was just like, oh my gosh. He thought they meant like costumes. Yes. But honestly, that's happened to me before and I think it's helped me because See, I, got, I thought that's what you were... What did you do? I got book character dress-up day wrong. <laughs> that's right. I was like, that's what story I thought you yes. were telling. Yeah, I just remembered it too. But yeah, I got the date wrong. It was like... I thought it was going to be on a Monday because that would make sense. Like, oh, book her dress up on Monday. Like, you get ready on the weekend. It was on, like, a Wednesday or something but random. But they would never do a Monday so that they can remind kids. That makes sense. Not me, though. But I was <laughs> Junie B. Jones, and my mom goes all out, too. And I had red hair, like, actual red hair, not a wig. She, like, fake... Uh, your what's hair. called? A sprayed. Yeah, yeah, something. Not permanent, but wash out red hair. And I wore pajamas because I was temporary. like... Temporary. Yes, temporary. And I was like, come on, what's the word? But I wore pajamas, like my whole pajama set and red hair. And I show up to the cafeteria. No one is dressed like anything but themselves. And I was like, damn. But no one like bullied me. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, what? Like no one was like, why is your hair red? <laughs> no one. And I went to like the... I was in first grade and I went to the, my classroom and she was like, oh, honey, it's on Wednesday. I was like, well, I can wear it both days. Like, it's fine. And I wore it the whole day. Like, no one even said I had to change. Like, even the teachers, which I thought was weird. I was like, okay. So I just rocked Did it. Did you have to like, do a presentation or was it just, like, for fun? Um, No, it's for fun. When okay. you get older, it's a pre- presentation. Because I was like, if it was a presentation, I'd be like, please let me do my presentation today. <laughs> please don't. No. Me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it was just for fun. And you brought your book and, like... Did people go all out for spirit week whenever you were in high school? In high school? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, but I did not. Loser. Yeah, I know. I was a loser. (laughs) Looking back, I'm like, why didn't I do that? Yeah, people did. But also some people really didn't. It was like 50-50, I would say. I feel like people don't get into it that much. Have you seen the TikToks where people do anything but a backpack? That's a spirit day? Anything but a backpack? Yeah. So... So people, like, bring their books and stuff that day oh. in, like, 
Like people had like Amazon boxes and strollers oh, and like uh, mini fridges. Like they're carrying around mini oh, fridges. No, I haven't and seen that. All kinds of stuff that day. That's so fun. Yeah, I thought that was a fun spirit day. Yeah. No. Yeah, we didn't. I don't really remember it actually. I don't remember dressing up though. We could dress up for Halloween, but I never, I think I did twice, maybe. I was like a baby and something else. Mm -hmm. We didn't dress up for Halloween. We could. I think we could. I don't think I did, though. I don't remember. High school's a blur to me. Yeah, same. Anyway, all right. So today we are talking about, I don't know. It's more a phrase than a topic name that I have written down, Um, but... My dad is actually in town right now. He's sitting in the living room with us. But (laughs) um, he was in town this week on Tuesday, and we were talking through... He's written down, like, quotes and things our whole lives as he has raised my sisters and me. And um, just different lessons that he has tried to instill and teach us. And um, each kid's had their own, you know, problems that they've tried to overcome. And this is something he wrote down... I believe for me, if I remember correctly, whenever I was in high school, um, and it says, don't work at who you want to be, work at who you are. Mm. And uh, we're going to be kind of talking about that quote and how you all can take those words and apply them to your life too. Um, because I think that it's such a good concept. Yeah. Such a good one. Because I think that we get so busy we have Pinterest, we have social media, we have all of these ways to put together this dream life that we think we want to be living. And we get really caught up in being perceived as, and even to ourselves, being what we think we should be, or what we want to be. Yes. Rather than taking the time and being who we are. Yeah. So... Because you're cool who, like, as you are. You don't have to try to be someone else. Right. And I, I think that where we should start is really what is the difference between figuring out who you are and trying to be who you want to be? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Because for me, I feel like I'm for sure who I am. Like, I I feel like there's no bullshit around it. it from my perspective, but of course there are goals and things I strive to become. So it is hard. And like, I do manifest like certain things, but I think once you get to your core values and like what you're really about, it actually helps you manifest clear because like, you're not faking who you are in the beginning in the first place. Well, and I think this goes back a lot to in manifest the manifest episode where you're talking about how you can't manifest um i want to have a million dollars right now yeah that's or like whatever it is it's kind of that same thing it's like what you think you want to be is somebody with a million dollars right and if that's what you're trying to be it doesn't yeah like come that's- to fruition Yes. And like, there's definitely stepping stones you have to put in place and they're not going to be easy. Like it's not gonna be easy to get to certain goals. Um, and you guys all know that, but yeah, you have to like know who you are and what you're about to then receive it. 
I've had such an issue in my life where I have set all of these goals, though, of once I do this and once I'm here, um, I'm going to be happy because that's what I want. Yes. And that's what I want and that's what I want. Yeah. And then I accomplish those things and I realize that what I wanted isn't actually <laughs> what I enjoy. Right. And then I have this sense of guilt that I need to continue doing what I said. Oh. Because that's the identity I've established for myself gotcha. rather than being and doing what I want. Yeah. Yeah, that Does is that make hard. sense? Yeah, it makes sense. That is hard. I feel like I've felt that kind of through doing photography and now doing social and uh, you know I set out and I'm like I'm, I'm gonna do wedding photography mm-hmm. and I went and I did it and I got there and everybody around me was telling me you love this this fits you perfectly this makes sense mm-hmm. and I was feeling so miserable about it yeah I wasn't enjoying it and I was very much in that moment who I thought I wanted to be yeah I was this successful at least in everybody else's eyes, yes. you know, I was booking weddings. I was getting the price point that I wanted. Traveling. And yeah. Traveling, doing all these things that I thought I wanted. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's not who I am. I know. Yeah. I know. You really have to like sit with yourself and dig to the core of like, what, who am I? Like, or, yeah, it's hard. Well, and <laughs> I think that work. you have to be willing to have the conversation of I'm not this. Yeah. Even though I want to be. Yeah. That is very true. You know? Mm-hmm. For tips, I think I would give you all is like, first of all, stop comparing yourself to others because you aren't other people. And like Joe was saying. Don't let other people set your standards. Yes. Do not. It, it's not about, it's your race. You're in your own lane on your own path. So do your own thing. And like Joe was saying, it's hard with social media and all of the stuff to compare to, like at our fingertips. And if that, if you're really struggling with that comparison in any way, shape, or form, it's toxic. So you need to remove yourself. Maybe not get on social media that much. Maybe delete it for a couple of days. Refresh and ground yourself because it's all fake. Yes, it's real. Like people do post nice things, and it's great. But if it's really bothering you, get off of it for a second. I watched this thing where they were talking about our brains like can't process. I watched a documentary on HBO. It was called 15 Minutes of Shame. And Mm -hmm. one of the people that they interviewed was talking about how our brains can't process the internet and people's lives on there as real people. Yeah. So like socially speaking we give them entire identities and structures that we make up ourselves and perceive yeah and then we get angry with them about not fitting the script of yes yeah of the life that we've like it's all fake yeah because it's all in your own head yes i know it's wild um and it was really interesting and i'm curious how we combat that like how do we make sure that we remember as we're taking in social, because I think that social media can be a really cool tool. Yeah. In a lot of sure. ways, but it requires us putting it into the correct perspective that those are just people too. Yeah. Well, I think it's, and you can speak on this too, from like, I share my life, not a lot, but like I share it more than, you know, the average person. So do you, obviously. 
it's easier for me to see that others are real. Is it for you? Oh, yeah. Like, I see people as being real. No, I don't have a problem with it at all because I... You're on the back end doing it. Right. Yeah. I know, which is interesting because it's not... We can't just tell everyone to, like, start sharing. Right. people aren't passionate about that. Well, sometimes I feel like the more you share, the more you understand... Yes. ...it. Yes. Like, the world of it. But I don't think everybody should be sharing if they don't want to. I know. That's not really the solution, I don't think. No, I don't think it is So I, I don't know what the solution is for that perspective because I uh, so many people online are like well if people were just more transparent if people were more transparent if people were more transparent and I feel like there's a ton of transparency online mm-hmm. um, a lot a lot like people like people share stuff I'm like wow you shared that like not in like a judgmental I'm like that took a lot to right. share that story and I don't think it'll ever be transparent enough for most, because you're still writing that script in yes. your head. I agree. And so that's hard. Yeah. And so it's not just what you want to be. It's what you want others to be. Uh-huh. We do it to everyone. I know. That's interesting. Um. Anyway, yeah. Get off social. Yeah. That's like our number one tip always. Just like check out for a little bit. Go on a vacation. Go camping. It doesn't even have to be luxurious, luxurious or anything. Just check out and re-ground yourself. And I think COVID really helped me because looking back at like 19-year-old Caroline, 18-year-old Caroline, I thought I got trapped in that cycle of like, I, I want to be this. I want to be perceived as this. But then COVID like stripped everything, literally. So it's like, okay, who am I? Who do I actually want to be? And what are my actual goals that I want to achieve? Not for others. And it helped me a lot. I'm like, okay. And I feel like now I'm in a good place of like, I'm good. I'm I'm having a huge identity crisis right now. Oh, you are? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't say that for you to um, feel bad. I just like am having this huge moment of what do I like to do? Mm. Yeah, we all go through that. Like, and it's so interesting because you'll go through these seasons where you really know. Yeah. And then you drop off. (laughs) Yeah. And it makes no sense to me. I know it doesn't. It's like, what? Because I feel like I've been in such a good place for so long where I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I like to do. I am very happy. I feel fulfilled. And then having a baby and this like really sharp pivot in life where your priorities like are totally different yeah yeah, it just topples your entire sense of self I think yeah and uh, I had all these things that I thought I wanted to be as a mom I want this and I'm, I'm I want that and I want um and yet here I am, and I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The things that I thought I wanted aren't the things that are making me fulfilled, happy. Um, and I really try to, and I think you and I are both this way, really trust those gut feelings that oh, I get. Yeah. Like if I am doing something and I feel bad. Yes. I don't really spend a lot of time trying to figure out why. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Yeah. But most of the time I don't. I'm like, okay, don't do that. Yeah, moving on. Yes, mm-hmm. I do the same thing. And so I feel like I'm getting that a lot. Like things that I used to really enjoy or like sharing online has been harder because I'm starting oh, really? to have that dialogue in my head of um, where do I draw the line with sharing her life? Yeah. 
because now she is a huge part of my life. But I also want her to have privacy as she gets older to decide whether she wants to share or not. Right. It's not my decision to... Right. She's a human being. Right. To project her whole life. That would be so hard. So how does that impact everything? And how do I walk that line? And so I just... Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, I was interesting. listening to Kristen Johns, and I don't really, obviously, because I'm not a mom, but she was saying the same thing. Like, she's been, like, so paralyzed and sharing anything because she's, like, she just had a baby, if you guys don't know who she is. But she's, like, I don't want him to be, like, Mom, why did you share that? Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, not even a year old. Like, I didn't have a choice, and you just, like, went out and shit. So she's had so much anxiety revolving around that. And I feel for her because I'm like, yeah, that would be so hard. Mm -hmm. But like others that aren't in the world would be like, okay, just share your kid, you know? Right. So it's so hard for others to understand. But since I'm in the world, I've been like, yeah, I get it, but don't get it. But I'm like, I feel for them and you. I'm like, that's so hard. Well, it's just like, what's the line? Because they are a part of my experience. And so to share your experiences a mom and as a human like it is an extension yeah but yeah it's interesting it's mm-hmm. definitely something that like i think that my generation and your generation is definitely going to learn have to learn how to navigate oh yeah for sure cuz things are just public in a way that they didn't used yes. to be right and you can choose to just not subscribe to it like you can choose to just well i'm not going to do social media yeah like yes that yeah, is that's an a option. choice. Yeah. Um, but the people who choose to do it are still going to have to learn how to navigate mm-hmm. it. I don't know. Yeah. Very interesting. Anyway. So the reason we kind of thought about this topic is Caroline and I feel like we've been around a lot of people in our lives who are struggling with this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been having a lot of conversations with friends about this right now, about changing their identity based on who's around them mm-hmm. and feeling like they really need that validation and approval for others. Um, and so they're working really hard at who they think others want them to be. Yeah, which is very toxic and... It's just hard, again, to navigate all of that. But it's like, if you are a human being, like, wanting other, like, everyone to like you, that's impossible. It's not going to be a thing ever. So you're just truly wasting your time trying to do that. And you're getting lost in that. Mm -hmm. So, like, and if you are someone that does this, I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying, you know, you're the scum of the earth. You're not. Everyone goes through seasons like this. I feel like, and me, like when I was 18, I definitely felt like this. So I'm 28 and I feel like this. Yeah. Like you're not, (laughs) you're not horrible at all. But the goal is to reevaluate, know who you are and just own it. Like rock it, show up into a room and be who you are. Not what other people want you to be. Not what your parents want you to be. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not their life. It's so so easy to get caught up in what you think parents want you to be. Yeah, it's hard. That's, I think, a really common theme in emails that we get from you guys is, my parents want this for me. Yes. And I don't want it. How do I? And you just do. Yeah. You just have to do what's right for you. Right. 
Um, the problem is there's not a one size fits all solution that doesn't make anybody else frustrated or angry. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's how life works. Yeah. So there's going to be, what, what word am I looking for? There's going to be confrontation Mm -hmm. in your life. Yeah. Um, there just is, but I think something really good that I've learned to do is to look in the mirror and have that mantra of like, do I like me right now? Yeah. That's very important. Because it's not about other people's perception. It's like, you need to like you. Yeah, like what I hang out with me. Yeah. like You're, you're your own best friend. Yes, ask yourself that. And like, if you wouldn't, let's fix that. Let's figure out why. Right. And you got to treat yourself like you would treat a best friend also. Not be so hard on yourself. Don't talk so negatively about yourself. Like you're with yourself to the day you die. So let's like be nicer Mm -hmm. to ourselves, you know, but it's hard. It it takes work. And that's, I think a lot of people don't do it because how much work it takes. And it's so like time consuming. Sometimes it's like mental labor. Yes. And I feel like we avoid that. Yeah. Especially my generation. Mm -hmm. Well, as a society in a whole, I feel like we kind of, we're like, it's like a daze. Like, oh yeah, I'll get to that maybe one day. It's like what we're we're willing to put in all the busy work. Yeah, you know. Um, I I know so many people who they'll go to the gym and they'll do they'll eat the right things and they'll do all of that work, but there is a mental labor to figuring out who you are and what you like to do. Yeah, and what your value is. And what value you're bringing to your community yeah. and to yourself. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's rewarding. And you can be a better human because of it and be a better human for others and in your business and your relationships, all of it. So highly encourage that. But yeah, you guys got this. I know. Any other advice? I would say also like if you're hanging around negative toxic human beings that are telling you you should be a certain way like friends or you know just acquaintances anything anyone check them out of your life it's not worth it they don't know you like don't you know be afraid you. to come to a fork in the road yeah you need to leave them at the door because you're not meant to be friends with people till the day you die you're meant to be the best version of you or try to be till the day you die like you need to acknowledge that people certain people are toxic for you and it doesn't mean they're bad people like we've talked about doesn't mean you know you'll never talk to them again but if they are telling you these lies that aren't in your like don't align with your values oh well like the same things don't work for everyone no and they're not supposed to and i i don't know why that's such a difficult concept yeah. But it is. Yeah, it is. And I find myself getting trapped in that circle, too, where, well, this worked for so-and-so, so it should work for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just not how it works. No. It's it's not a one-size-fits-all. And that's why sometimes it's hard whenever we're giving advice on episodes like yes. this, where we're just talking about identity and um, these bigger concepts, because... Yeah, Caroline and I can talk about how for her it was COVID and spending time alone. Or for me, it was um, 
really trying to work for somebody else. Like that was my big identity moment was having a job where I realized I don't work well with others. Right. Um, and I need to do my own thing. That doesn't mean that those things will be your Kickstarter. Yeah. You're like aha moment at all. But yeah. Um, and That's so it's very just, true. it's hard. Mm. I know. Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard for us. To, I don't know about you, but for me, like to talk about topics, cause like in some topics I really thrive. So I'm like, yeah, just do this guys. Like figure it out. But in some topics I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, like I'm struggling with this too. So it's hard for us to like gauge it. And like, obviously we don't know who's listening to this, like in their perspective and like everyone's different. It's I really crazy. do want to do a meetup. Yeah. We've got to do it. We've got to. There's so many of you guys in our Facebook group now, and we've been talking with you some, and um, just having more of a dialogue and having some faces and names. Yes, yeah. To the ears that are listening Mm -hmm. has been um, helpful, I feel like. No, yeah, it's so helpful to, like, know, like, oh, like we were saying, like, actual human beings are, like, listening. Like, it's crazy, but they are. Like, you guys are real, (laughs) and we love all of you. But yeah, it's it's insane. Do we have a Q&A this week? Um, yeah, we do. Oh, this isn't a Q&A, but I'll say a Q&A after this. Someone said that the overflow gas thing happened to me this morning. I didn't think it would ever happen. It got on my shoes, car, and hands and overflowed all over the ground. Oh, no. I know. Guys, always stand next year tank it's a true thing guys yeah if you missed was that the last episode that we talked about I think that two episodes remember. ago maybe um i have had my gas tank overflow multiple times and nobody believes me and it does happen yeah and then you smell like gas for like yeah and then it's just tragic the rest of the day and your car smells like gas i don't understand how those shutoffs work I'm going to Google that after this. I want a YouTube video on how the technology behind that works. I love, um, like, listing things I don't understand, you know? Like, Wi-Fi, don't understand. Bluetooth? (laughs) And why do... Yeah, I don't know. Or, like, how cars actually drive. Like, who... who, Oxygen? Yeah, doesn't make sense. Um, Did you know that if you're in a... I, I read this... NASA released some study this week that if you have... Snake plants are supposed to be like one of the absolute best plants for purifying air. And if you're in a completely closed space, like sealed space, um, where like new air is not getting in, Uh four to six snake plants will sustain you in order to keep the oxygen like recycled and clean. What? Yeah. We need to make more snake plants on this earth. <laughs> right? Like, they, they say a certain number of house plants in your house is, like, really good for the air. Oh. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. I've also heard that you should keep a window open, like, in your house, like, um, at all times. Probably true. Yeah, to, like, help you. Because you're, like, indoors most of your life, and, like, it's just, like, fake stuff you're breathing <laughs> but that doesn't make sense to me i know it is like how is the air in here i don't know and how different can we just than breathe? the air out there i don't know and what am i breathing in no idea i'm glad it's working though <laughs> yeah i mean same what else do i understand it's like um like tunnels i get it like, oh I do my get gosh it. what <laughs> tunnels 
Matt had to do like a whole thing showing me the machinery that they use to make tunnels. Can you imagine having that job? Like being the first person that just... No. I don't understand it. Foundations. Uh, Like a load-bearing wall? Yeah. What do you mean? Who? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Or like teeth? Like why? Yeah. Like weird or like how everything like eyebrows like why why just there yeah i have so many questions of this earth me too Um, speaking of questions q a (laughs) how do i deal with overcoming this feeling that i'm stuck in my hometown i have a great job my boyfriend just moved back to the new area i have some friends here but i'm feeling like i failed myself because i haven't gone somewhere completely new not even for college Stop subscribing to the idea that there's a right way to live life. Yep. It sounds to me like you have it in your head that the only way to define success is if you get out of your hometown. What's wrong with your hometown? Right. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Very true. You can be happy anywhere you are. Yeah, it's all about mindset. So if you keep telling yourself, I'm stuck, I'm just in my hometown, I'm stuck. Yeah, you're going to feel that way because you're telling yourself that script over and over. Yeah. So rewrite your script, honey. Yeah. And if you feel that way, move. Yeah. Work hard. Save your money. But don't live life and feel stuck. Mm -mm. Either move or let go of the idea that that is being That's your two options. Because it's not. It's just not. You used to be scared of that. Oh, yes. Be terrified. (laughs) Caroline was very, very fearful of being quote-unquote stuck in yes. northwest arkansas because she grew up here yeah um and i i do see you moving eventually but yeah I don't, so do i we had a lot of good conversations about because i know like whenever it came to signing a lease you got all this anxiety oh, about yeah. signing a lease because you're like then i'm here right then i'm stuck like that is bad but yeah i don't i think covid no i know covid really covid did me well you know like it just I really it did you dirty at first. It did me dirty, but you gotta get dirty before you can get clean. I feel like so. Yeah, yeah. It rolled me and spit me out and did bad things to me. But I learned so much, like in such a short amount of time, about like again who I am, what I want, like my ideas. I feel like I uh, got grounded more. Like I'm more level headed. Like I'm not so airy. Yeah. I feel like I was kind of flaky before COVID. Like, oh, I can just move whenever I want. Go to Africa or go to the... like. And yes, those are th- all true. Like, I still can do those things. But it's more but like... But you realize that that doesn't mean you can't be grounded. Yeah. Like, I was very scared of being grounded. I thought like, oh, being... Like, I've always... My worst fear since I was like little was turning 30. Because I'm like, what? Yes, because I'm like, oh, that's when you're like stuck. Like you're really stuck when you're 30. Like in your 20s, you know, you can do what you want. You can like date who you want. But like in my head and from my perspective. I still think my 30s are probably going to be the best. Oh, yeah. Now I do. Now I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow, I can't wait to be 30 because like I'm doing all this work while I'm 20. And like I can't wait to see where I am when I'm 30. So that I'm more established. Yes, yeah. But yeah, when I was younger, I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. Isn't it interesting how the more grounded you become, the more freedom you have? Oh, yeah. Yes, and I never felt like that. I'm like, no, the more planes I go on, the more freedom I have. The more places I've traveled, you know, I've thought that over and over and over. I'm like, wait a second. 
I have all this backwards. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have been bamboozled. <laughs> bamboozled. Yeah. I like that use. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that being grounded is really, really important. And if where you feel grounded is in your hometown with a really secure job and friends. And I mean, that sounds like a lovely existence. Right. I hear that. I like have always envied the people from my hometown whose parents grew up in that hometown and they all knew each other and had these really cool family friend relationships. I always thought that was so cool. Mm -hmm. And so it's weird to now know Caroline who grew up with some of those family friend relationships. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I just needed to get out. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. And so I think at the root of it, it's, you have to follow your heart and what is important to you because there really is no right way. Yeah, because it seems like you're comparing, like, oh, other people moved away and they seem happier. Like, you don't know what they're actually... They're not. Yeah. No one's happier than you because of their circumstances. Yeah. They're happier than you because of their mindset. Yes. Preach it. So, work on that. Yeah. And you got this. We're all doing it. Yeah. Like I said, quarter-life crisis going on over here. (laughs) So. Do you know, I always forget how old you are. Really? Yes. I don't know why. Like, I'm like, oh, she's like late 20s. But I'm like, like people, some, whenever people ask me, I'm like, mm, gotta pull up my Instagram and look. How old do you think I am? <laughs> well, I know you're 28. Like, I know that now because I'm saying that. But like, I don't really have an age on you. Like, well, you met me when I was 21. I know that's crazy. But I don't like define you. And I don't feel like you're stuck at all. I don't like, I don't see you at 21. I see you older. But I'm like, oh, she's like somewhere like 28 to 32. But I know you're not 32. So I'm like, okay, don't know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I'm like, I don't Do you think it. of me as the same age as your brothers? I don't know because I don't know what I see my brothers as either. Like, to me, they're just brothers. Like, they're just. See, like, okay, here's why I asked that. It's because I think of my sisters as, like, older than me. Mm-hmm. But then I have friends that are my sister's age that it makes no you sense still to see me. your sister's older than you? Yeah. See, to me, the gap's closing. And I never thought it would. But now, mm-hmm. like, this year, the gap is finally closing. I'm like, wait, we're all the same age, which my is weird. My gap hasn't closed. We're all the same age in, like, the way that we are in life. Yeah. But I still think of them as a lot older than me. No, see, I, I don't anymore. I don't know why. But maybe it's because brothers and sisters. Maybe it's something to do with that. But, like, I, I'm i like, oh, we're all the same age. Like, and, but it's, I think it's because they treat me like that, too. Yeah. Like, they don't treat me like their little sister. They don't pick on me anymore. But, like, last year they did. They are like, mean and, like, not mean. They were great. But, like, you know, brothers. Siblings. But, like, now we're, like, all the same age. Like, even. So I don't know if I see you the same age as them because, to me, you feel older because they're, like, on my level. Interesting. Oh, not that you're not on my level, but it's, like, different. I think of you as my peer. Yeah. Yeah, same. Because I'm, like, oh... Because a lot of people are like, oh, since she had a kid, is it different? I'm like, not really. Like, it's just like a bonus human. We've talked about that, how I don't feel like that's changed my identity that much. No. It has. Yes. I I just got done saying that I'm having this huge quarter life crisis (laughs) because of it. But it's kind of like marriage. 
and I've talked about that on here mm-hmm. before. I thought it was going to change everything so much and it just hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't like well, you're also different, but like not in a bad way. Like you're different in the way I thought you would be like a mom. Yeah. But it's not like I'm a mom. Like you're not so aggressive about it's it. It's not my identity. No, but I, yeah, it's not changed. Like you're the same Joe. Yeah. It's just like now we have Gardner. Another puzzle piece. All the puzzle it's pieces. It's all weird. Life is weird, guys. All right, friends. Find our Facebook group. Email us hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Oh, we're doing a spooky episode. So if you have your <laughs> spookiest stories, you know, anything, Halloween, don't scare us too much because I really don't like scary things, but <laughs> we're going to be reading those. So email us at hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Go for- really scary. What? I want them to go really scary. No, I do. I do. Like, yeah, don't hold back, please. But, like, I will also like, be terrified. Like, I want to have nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather not have nightmares, but I'm pretty good, actually, at, like, being like, that's not real. But yeah. even though their stories might may be real, but, like, when I watch movies. Has anybody ever listened to that podcast, uh, Let's Not Meet? Let's Not What? Meet. No. It's terrifying. If you're into spooky stories... Look that up. Let's not me. Yeah, not me. I will not be looking that up. (laughs) It's not that I don't like them. It's like my brain can't like get there. Matt and I listened to it on a road trip once and we made it through like two episodes and Matt was like, yeah, never again. Yeah. Never again. It's too much. Like, cause I don't know. I feel like I kind of see, not that I see it all the time, but I have rose colored glasses on sometimes. Same. And then when I realized like, that's not a thing and there's like weird crazy human beings out there I'm like what but I don't like listening to it because I feel like I'll manifest it so I'm like okay we're not that doesn't exist that's not a thing (laughs) like I'm in denial about it but yeah if you have the spookiest stories send it our way and we'll read them all right you can find me Caroline at Caroline Salty on Instagram TikTok all things and you can find me at Joe Johnson Overby And we love you guys and go live your best lives. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.